This is Stick to Sports Podcast with Noah and Logan. Welcome to the Stick to Sports Podcast, the podcast where our opinions are the only ones that matter. It's Noah. It's Logan. Logan, we've put our college football baby to the side and the NFL. We're being neglectful now. Well, we've been neglecting the NFL, so I guess, you know, not because, you know, importance, but now, like we said, the college football season is way more exciting than the NFL regular season, right? Right. Exactly. So now it's time for an actual exciting thing. It's not that we don't care about the NFL. It's just not important to us at that moment. (laughs) All right. I was yawning because of how bored I was of the NFL regular season. Exactly. I was likewise, Logan, at least at least I have, you know, someone who agrees with me on that. Logan, it's really time. Like, I cannot wait for these playoffs. It does seem as if I'm not going to say it might be the exciting one because last season was really, really good. But I think we're going to have a really exciting playoff towards the end of it. Now, I don't think the beginning is going to be very exciting, but I think we'll have a very exciting playoff. This might actually be the first playoff that. No, never mind. Never mind. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say this might be the playoff that actually lives up to the uh, the selling point of the seven seed. But then I remembered that the Dolphins don't have a quarterback, and I changed my answer. Well, let's actually let's let's get into it, shall we? So let's start with um. Saturday's first game, wild card weekend. Super, super wild card weekend. I don't understand why they added the super. Is it because, because there's more games, Noah? There's more two games, more money in the pockets of NFL owners. Hey, man. That's the most important thing, right? Yeah, I think so. I think that is the most important thing. Uh, let's talk about this first game. The San Francisco 49ers against the Seattle Seahawks. San Francisco, winners of the NFC West, Seattle Seahawks. I Look at you. I did not expect this. I'm, I'm proud of this team. But, Logan, if I were to tell you at the beginning of the season that there will be a wild card matchup featuring Geno Smith versus the last pick of the NFL draft, Brock Purdy, what would you have told me? Mama said something I can't repeat on air. <laughs> exactly. Mama said something along the lines of, hey, Noah, um, how much did someone pay you to tell me this? <laughs> and how I would have told you that. Are you placing bets that are have the longest shot of hitting? And, you know, what a world we live in where Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy, and Mr. You know, right back himself, Gina Smith, are facing off in a Wild card matchup. Yeah, I mean it's crazy, especially San Francisco 49ers without a starting quarterback. Well, first off, have they had have they had a legit starting quarterback in the last three years when they've done been here? I mean, I guess you can call it Jimmy Grapple. Well, first off, I- I'm not even gonna let- let's even let's repeat. I don't think people, even if Jimmy was healthy, if Jimmy was a starter, nobody would have expected Jimmy to be the starter at this point either. Because weren't they all in on Trey Lance? Oh, yeah, Trey Lance started the season. Jimmy only played because Trey Lance broke his foot. But, Logan, San Francisco's 8-1 and one at home. They have the best defense of the NFL. 
the best takeaway differential in the NFL. They have one of the best rushing offenses in the NFL, one of the best rushing defenses in the NFL. Brock Purdy, who apparently is Tom Brady 2.0 because he has not lost a game right. since sticking QB, over. QB wins or stat. Hey, 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 I'm just saying. Uh, then they have, you know, potentially my pick for the defensive player of the year, Nick Bosa on that defensive line, a secondary that's been great. Christian McCaffrey, one of the, you know, low-key additions in the during the NFL trades window, that's been extremely good for them. Logan, can the 49ers be stopped? Did you know that they're on a 10-game winning streak? I did know that after doing my research for this pod today. Right. I didn't do that. So I just found out that they are on a 10-game winning streak. They also have, they have the best home record in the NFL, 8-1 and one at Levi Stadium. Did you already say they have the best point differential? They, yep, they have the – no, I did not say they have the best point difference. They have the best takeaway differential. Oh, they also have the best point differential. Yeah, I mean, momentum is on the 49ers' side. Well, um, it's, well what, how, let me look. Look how they fared in their matchups this season. Both matchups um, – Yeah, so um, with the last matchup being a lot closer, but still – I don't, I don't want to, because the thing is, too, I don't think that the 49ers are going into this um, this game thinking we don't have a real quarterback, because it hasn't, let, let's just think about it. The last it hasn't few, really affected them. Exactly. And if we, Jimmy Garoppolo is not a top 10 QB in the NFL, correct? At any point, right? No. Okay. In my opinion, I think Brock Purdy is at the same level as Jimmy Garoppolo, if not a little bit better. That's a little rude. Listen, I'm not. I'm not disrespecting Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm actually giving praise. Sounds to like a lot of disrespect. Oh, oh, hey, we've this podcast has always been high on Brock Purdy. And I would say it was a. It's been a up and down relationship. It has. I would. I was uh, quite heard about the letdown that was last season for Iowa State. Exactly. Um, I mean, yeah, we're usually high on Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. So, San Francisco is a nine and a half point favorite, and I feel bad. But <sighs> we've spoken for at length just now about the Niners without even mentioning what Seattle has done this season. Um, Seattle has been great this season. Their offense has been amazing. Geno Smith. Threw for over um, 4,000 yards this year. He, 30 touchdowns, comeback player of the year candidate. Um, he's He's been electric. Um, while the, the run game hasn't been able to have any consistency, Kenneth Walker still had 1,000 yards, even despite missing time. They're not an easy out either. Very explosive offensively. Extremely explosive offensively, but very limited defensively. Right. And that was, always, wanna, that was always a thing with them. I don't want to say that this is not, this isn't like going to be a, a, it's not going to be a shoe and win for San Francisco, but Seattle made it here. I think it'll be a close game. I don't know if I expect Seattle to come out of it though. I mean, you know, the, the 49ers have the momentum, they're home. You said they're, they're eight and one at home. Their defense is playing really well. Division division matchups are always, you know, 
tough. I love seeing division matchups in the NFL, in the playoffs, though. Um, but you know, the whole thing is you can't be a th- team three times. You know that, that. You know, I you know I believe that. So that could play in play in here. Um, I don't know. Was, has Geno Smith ever played in the playoffs? Knowing his record, no, no, he has not. So I'm excited to see that. Rock Purdy has also never played in the playoffs. Either. Obviously, obviously, my has Christian McCaffrey played in the playoffs? No, I don't think. Um, that's a great question, actually. I don't know if the I'm thinking if the Panthers have the Panthers made. They the, have, but has he been? He helping? wasn't on the team. I don't think. Yeah, I don't when was the last time the Panthers made the playoffs? Well, actually, he has played in the playoffs. Oh, it was his rookie year, I think. Against New Orleans, yep. Dang. His rookie, yep. But uh I don't know. I'm picking the Niners here. I don't know if they'll cover. I'm picking the Niners here to win. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with uh the Seahawks. I'm I hope Geno Smith writes back to me. <laughs> Because you can't be a team three times. You can't be the team two. Th- you're you're correct, but it's it's. You know, Smith's gonna. I think he's gonna show out. All right. Okay. So, meanwhile, if you would have told me that uh, you we'd have the matchup of the great hair, the great hairstyles of um the NFL. Logan, the Chargers Jags. This is the Saturday night game, by the way. I don't appreciate a game. With some nice hair. Um, also, I think um, I saw a stat. The average age of like the like all of the um, AFC QBs. I think Patrick Mahomes is the young is the oldest AFC QB. Um, is he really? Yeah, he's twenty seven. And I think he said something about that. He said like um, he said like oh he's glad because that means he's gonna have a lot of competition as he. Um, as he, you know, continues in the game. I think that's great, you know? I also think that it's funny how every single one of the AFC QBs are first-round picks. Yeah, very different from the NFC. Wait, and we'll get to the NFC, but still. Logan, we're getting a matchup of two top 10 picks here. Trevor Lawrence taking the Jaguars to the playoffs in his second year. Um, Trevor Lawrence had a great year. For over 4,000 yards, 25 touchdowns. Really, this team cut momentum towards the end of the year. But they've, they've also been very sneaky. They don't really turn the ball over as much. Um, top 10 offense in the NFL. Bought a top half defense in the NFL as well. They have the weapons, and Trevor Lawrence has been using them to full capacity all year. Their defense is kind of underrated. What do we expect from this team? Well, they've already exceeded my expectations. Yes. As you know, I said a lot of things about the Jaguars in our preview. Some of them were false. <laughs> Dougie P, Mr. Doug Peterson. I think he should be coach of the year, to be honest with you, but he's done a great job training this program. close race. This isn't a program. This is a team. This is an organization. He's done a great job training this team around. This is a, I'm sorry, I'm in the college football mindset. Did a great job turning this team around, helping Trevor Lawrence succeed. Uh, they got great weapons. They utilize them well. Christian Kirk, yes. 
Travis Etienne. My fantasy team might be different with that usage, but uh, they've done they've exceeded my expectations. Yeah, right. for for a team that had the number one overall pick last last uh, April to be in the playoffs and winning the division, it's pretty good. Good damn good. Um, so excited to see Trevor Lawrence in the playoffs, and excited to see my guy, our guy, Justin That's Herbert. Good. In the playoffs and to silence those haters that don't want to see him succeed. I just want a, a Chargers Bengals playoff matchup. That's all I want. Yeah, that's what I want. Uh, the storylines would be insane. Um, so glad that the Chargers were able to, you know, rebound from that injury crisis they kind of had. Again, kind of healthy. They've been getting. They've been getting healthy. Um, so I'm 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 very excited about this this game. From the Chargers perspective, this Chargers team has been it's been weird for this team all season. Um they've had a great obviously offense, third best passing offense in the league. Um, because you know, when you have Justin Herbert, one of the best arms in the NFL, of course. Uh their run yards per game. I don't care if you have Austin Eckler on your fantasy team, this team is not that great of a of a rushing attack. Um they had a bottom three rushing attack in the NFL. However, their secondary was a lot better than people expected this year, given the injuries to J.C. Jackson. The fact that he's sister. The fact that um, Asante Jr. didn't have the sophomore um, increase that we expected. They've had a top 10 secondary this year. Their run game is the same as it always has been. Terrible. Sean Slater said to return to practice. Interesting. I also don't know how I feel about Brandon Staley yet. I don't know how I feel about him either. Ten and seven with this team. I mean, granted, there were a lot of injuries, some key players like yeah. Bosa and and Herbert was banged up there for a while. Keenan Allen barely played the first half of the season. Uh, Mike Williams is dealing with injury. Rashawn Slater out for the maybe the year. So well, I I get that, but like his defense sucked and. Come on, man. You're a defensive guy. Well, look, I also want big money JC Jackson. If I told you that this team had both a five-game winning streak and a five-game losing streak at during the season, what would you say? That's a normal Tuesday for the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, they're they have the momentum though. Since week 12, they've been six and one. Um, after the bye week, they've been six and one essentially. Um, when going into the bye week, they were three and seven. So, I think this is a great they, – they have the momentum, obviously, in the season. Yeah. I think they have a chance to be – to get over the hump. Last time they played the Jaguars was very early in the season. They lost. Oh, no. I'm thinking about the Jags. The Jaguars have the momentum. They're, um, they had a six-game uh, – six a five-game losing streak and a five-game winning streak. Uh... They have the momentum. They were three and seven going into the trick to me. <laughs> they were three and seven going into the bye week, and now they're nine and eight. They have gigantic wins over the Ravens, the Cowboys, a road win against the Jets that hurt for a lot more reasons, and the Titans twice. Especially that tough as Dale's victory against the Titans last week. They play the Chargers. They beat the Chargers early in the season, thirty-eight to ten, in the weirdest game ever that I think everyone picked against the Jags and. You know, whatever. But like I said, the Jags have momentum. This is a home game. 
Duval's hosting a playoff game in the year 2023. Mm. I don't want to pick against granted the Chargers have a really good passing attack and the Jags have a bad secondary, you know, and in their, you know, runs, they haven't really played, in my opinion, that good of an offense um, at any point, unless you count, you know, the Cowboys, but that's neither here nor there. The Jacks have momentum. The Chargers have the quarterback and the talent. Who do you pick? How much lost that game because Dak threw a pick six? Yeah, or, uh, their receiver took the ball to burn the pick six. Um, this is tough. This is a tough one. Also, we talked about it too. Granted, Brandon said he was in a coordinator position, but Dougie Pete's been here. He has been here. I'm gonna go against the green. I'm gonna pick the Jags to win this game. I'm gonna pick the Chargers. Because I want to see Justin Herbert succeed. I also do want to see Justin Herbert succeed, but so my, my gut's telling me the Jags. I'm, I'm going to be rooting for the Chargers, but... Again. My gut's telling me this will be a shootout, but then now that I say that, it will end up being a defensive battle. I think so as well. I mean, we'll see if Trayvon Walker is going to be healthy as well, too, the number one pick. <laughs> this game was one of the most exciting divisional games both times it happened. Um, in September, early on, when Miami won by two, and in December, in a snow-filled Buffalo, when um, Buffalo won by three. This game would be would have been the best game on the slate, had not it been for Tua Tagovailoa being concussion protocol for the third time this season. He's still he's going to be um, evaluated, but. This is going to be the early game on Sunday. I don't want I, – I, it's, it's hard to be – it's hard to say, you know, what if or whatnot, but Tua's not playing. Teron Armstead isn't playing. Well, it's, he's doubtful. No surprise. Cedric Wilson's doubtful. Um, I know that Bradley Chubb is questionable. Teddy Bridgewater is questionable. Um, I think the team is preparing for um, – Skylar Thompson to be the starter. Yep. I don't know. I don't really foresee a path for the Dolphins to win this game. Skylar Thompson is going to be the starter. They're going to be in Buffalo. Um. It's been a tough road for the um the Dolphins since their bye week, by the way. Went into the bye week seven and three. They come out, then they go on, they win only two of their last seven. And two always hurt somewhere in here. Yeah. It, it's been a really tough time. They their defense didn't perform to where people expected to them to this season. Yeah, I just it, I think it's Tua's health is the most important thing, obviously. So I'm glad they're not forcing him to come back for this game. But if he doesn't play, or I don't think he's not going to play. Since he's not playing, Scott Thompson is uh, is really not the best quarterback to be trotting out there in Buffalo. So I don't think this will be really that hard for Josh Allen and company. 
even if I think Tua was playing, I, I I think I still pick the Bills in this. Yeah, but I think it'd be more competitive. Yeah, it'd be a lot more. I think it'd actually be like a contest. Um. Yeah, I I do. There might be a situation in this game where Josh Allen doesn't even play the full game. Okay. Yeah. Possibly. Logan, another. This is another question for you. If what if if oh so I'm I'm picking the the Bills to win this game. By the way. So am I. Logan, this is another question for you. If I told you that the NFC North champions. The Minnesota Vikings would be uh, hosting the New York Giants in a playoff in a playoff game this year. What would you say? Well, I would have said, "Aren't you happy because your team that you've been supporting for so long finally lived up to the hype that you had for them?" And then I'd be like, "Actually, no. I probably would have believed you because I was the one that was." Oh, I was driving the Brian Dabble is going to do great yeah, things sure. for Dan Jones train long ago, um, which aged perfectly. I mean, aged perfectly, if you will. Um, so I wouldn't have been that surprised. I would have been like pleasantly surprised that Saquon has regained his form and is, didn't get injured. I would have been so happy. I think the more surprising thing for you to tell me is that they did it with their leading receiver being like Richie James or something. That would have been the surprising thing. Darius Slayton was their leading receiver, by the way. Um, okay. Well, this yeah. team had the fourth best rushing attack in the NFL. And every other thing is just weird. I, I, I'm looking at their stats. They're, they're 15th best offense, 17th best defense. I mean, they actually have a negative point differential. But we'll get we're gonna get to the point differential in a second. Um they have a great rushing attack, their passing attack's not that great considering it's Daniel Jones, right? Um right. their passing defense is underrated, and so is their defense on the run game is not that good. Daniel Jones had 15 touchdowns this year and through the air and only 3,200 yards. Saquon was great all year. On the, on the flip side, the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins has been decent, but most of his production has become has come on the hands of one person. Um, no offense to Adam Thielen or, you know, anyone else, but Justin Jefferson had 1,800 yards this year. Because he's the, the best player in the NFL. Best player in the NFL. Best, best receiver. Best yeah, receiver. I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, if I told you that actually, they the, both these teams have a negative point differential. Would be surprised. surprised. Negative point three. And Vikings the, record is incredibly suspicious. Um, the Vikings are only a three point favorite in this game. No, well, I mean they did just play, and the, they won by three. <laughs> so. I I don't trust anything this Vikings team does. By the way. Looking back at their record, I see at, at this point only one, two, two one score um, victories by more than one score. Mm. This this is, this is a really interesting game because you know you got two first year head coaches, you got Daniel Jones versus Kirk Cousins. 
two teams that like they play a lot of teams close. Yeah. You know, won a lot of close games. I don't know. I feel I'm gonna, like this could go either way. I, I think it go either way. For me, it seems like in every game that the Giants played this year, with the exceptions of a few, they were in it. Especially the, the, the except the the Philadelphia game that was that was just slaughtered. But right, the the first Philadelphia game, it this team is a gritty team that for some reason does not know how to say um say uncle. You know. They didn't really go on any terrible losing streaks this year. In fact, they started the season six and one, which was wild, um, with a road win at Lambeau, a road win in Tennessee, a road win in Jacksonville. Um, they lost on the road to Seattle before the bye week. They lost by one score against Dallas. They tied the Commanders. They Philadelphia killed them. They beat they beat the Commanders. They played the Vikings on the road, lost by three beat the Colts and beat the Eagles by only one score. I mean, lost to the Eagles by one score. One of the best red zone defenses in the NFL. I don't know. I really don't know. I Like, there's there's nothing telling me to bet against Brian Hayman. That's the thing. Because I don't know if the Vikings know how to really win a game. You know? Like, the Colts game, I I... That game is the was I don't know if that's the biggest, you know, example of the Vikings' ability to come back from behind or ability of they don't they I don't know that of their fraudulence, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think you have to look at their win against the Giants and see, like, yeah, the, the, this team doesn't have a negative point because they went up to Dallas. Dallas killed them. Who are you picking? I'm gonna pick the Vikings. I don't. I think offensively, granted, the if you look at the defensively, this Vikings team still does not have a secondary uh, to speak of. But I think offensively, if this if this game becomes a shootout, which we're to think say with the Giants on the other side, it might. I think I'll pick the Vikings to win this game, and it's at home too. So. I'm going to take the New York football giants. That's fine. And Brian Dabble is going to, he's going to coach a great game. I think Dabble's going to coach circles around Kevin O'Connell. He's going to, don't, don't talk about Kevin O'Connell as if. No, first off, I liked that hire. I was one of the biggest proponents of that hire. First yeah, off. I, I, maybe I kind of get it now, but, uh, Saquon Barkley's going to have a great day. I think Saquon's going to have a great game. I think, I think the giants, Defensive line will make Kirk Cousins fold. Well, Aziz isn't playing. Leonard Williams isn't playing. Sorry, they got Dexter Lawrence. So and came on. He's all they need. He came on Thibodeau as well. You know, no, they're not all not playing. No, came on Thibodeau's playing. Oh, <laughs> can you that's imagine? Enough. That's enough. I, I think they can get it done. All right. Yeah, it's the the Vikings defense still is non-existent. That's the only thing. Like, yeah. all right, this so is the next. Who's the, like the Giants secondary is also like sure. out there. Uh, that's also except they had a top fifteen sec, um, deep, um passing defense in the league though. Who's out there? I don't. I just Kirk Cousins carved him up when he played. It's true. Um, 
Well, first off, this is is this what time is this game? Fourth there. Ah, never mind. It's, That's prime Kirk hours. But every one of these games is prime time because they're all happening individually. You're right. You're right. Um, Logan, this is the night game, actually. And under regular circumstances. What is that? Haycore Stadium? I didn't even realize what? they named that. Ew. Is that what the Cincinnati Brown? Ew, I didn't even realize they renamed it. Ew, I don't like that. That's Paul Brown Stadium. Um, so according to reports, it is he's not playing looking like Lamar is not playing. (sighs) Guess this won't be an entertaining game then. This is the night game, so it has to be entertaining. Well, it's been practice, by the way. Well, last week, according to last week's injury report, he was limited participant in practice. CBS here says, um, <clears throat> he hasn't practiced at all this week. Ah, uh, Tyler Huntley, it is. Meanwhile, the Bengals are fully healthy. I think this is going to go along the lines of the Bills-Dolphins game. Bengals probably going to win. Fortunately for the Ravens. So for anyone that says the Ravens shouldn't get rid of Lamar, well, check out the record. And this is the one time I am okay with QB wins being a stat because look at how bad they are without him. They were, they were they were actually, eight and four with him, and they were what? Well, the thing we got were two ten. and th- two and three without him. With I think the wins that they got without him were what? Maybe Pittsburgh win. No, they lost the they lost to Pittsburgh. Probably the Atlanta win. Huh. The first Pittsburgh win. I don't know. This was such a terrible. Uh, did they did they play the Bears? I don't know. I, the, this is this. I can't believe this. Broncos, and they beat them ten to nine. That's disgusting. I, I, this is such good. I can't believe this is the night game. That's. I think they did that because they thought Lamar would be playing. It was Lamar playing the game. What? Well, no, he didn't. Never mind. Yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. I really wish we got to see Lamar, but hey. It is what it is. Bengals are winning. I think Bengals win as well. That's, I hit, hit that line before it moves up. Yeah, it's eight and a half right now, so we'll see. Um, now we got the the Monday night game. Okay. And it's super wild card weekend. The Buccaneers are in the playoffs with an eight and nine record. With a 45-year-old quarterback who threw 733 passes this year. I did not know who led the league in he passes. led the league in pass attempts. That is crazy. Um, but when you have little to no run game this weekend, I guess it happens. I really don't know what to say about this, both teams here. Um, but let me just, let me try. Dak Prescott is slowly but surely disappointing every single time. This team had a better 
and more lively offense when they were trotting out Cooper Rush. Not saying Cooper Rush is better than Dak, but I'm saying I but it just seems to be like with the who are they playing last week? Um, um commanders, the commanders they played. I was about to say the football team, but no, the commanders. They play the they were playing the commanders with a set for the division title, by the way. For the division title and a chance to clinch the number one seed in the NFC, by the way. And the commanders who don't really have that good of a secondary. Probably the same how in his first start ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, who and they're playing for what? Nothing. Nothing. Dak Prescott had one of the worst performances of the season against them. Like it actually, it was weird. Dallas has um, one of the best takeaway differentials in the league. They have a top five offense and a top five defense. They have a really good run game. They are top half of the league in passing. They have one of, one of the better secondaries in the NFL. You're going against Tampa Bay, who has a, had one of the worst offenses, by the way, in the NFL, like literally a bottom seven offense. Ugh, they were so injured, too. A middling defense. Uh, bottom 10 takeaway differential. One of the worst running games, in, it, the worst running game in the NFL. A 45 play. This is the new AFC South right here. One of the worst quarterbacks. Well, one of one of the oldest, the oldest quarterback in the NFL. Who the only thing they relied on his arm. Huh. A, a middling run defense, a good passing defense, but they'll always have that. A injured team, a team that even to this point is really injured because you know Carl Davis has been injured all season. Donovan Smith has been injured all season. Vitavea has been injured all season. And I think Tampa Bay is going to win this. No, don't say that. I think Tom Brady's hosting a playoff game because he plays in the NFC South. Oh. Uh, Tom, Tom Brady had the nerve to get on social media saying, if you had Mike Evans in your championship, in your fantasy championship, if you did, and you put him on your bench, what a, no, be quiet, Tom. Granted, I will say the bucket. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to pick the Buccaneers to win because I'm looking at their schedule. I'm looking at their momentum. Oh my gosh, this team was trash this season. They were quite trash. Anyway, they're my Super Bowl pick. They don't have a because we thought the NFC. That was before. That was before they um got really hurt. This team has two wins against playoff teams. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hope. No, actually, I don't care, but. I'm going to pick the Cowboys, even if it's my better judgment because they never show up in the playoffs. Because they lost like the 49ers last year. Weren't the 49ers the. They were, they were at home against the 49ers. They were saying it's a, it's a wide out in, in right. the stadium. It was red after. So. Like, we're going to go with the, the Cowboys. Zach Prescott I, always thought he was kind of like a B, B quarterback. It's more look like a C quarterback this year. <laughs> I mean, hell, the Cowboys are two and a half point favorites. I will say, I mean, Mike McCarthy is not that good of a coach, but I think he's a better coach than Todd Bowles. No oh, man, Todd Bowles. Poor Todd Bowles. It sucks, but Todd Bowles is the Bruce Arians. I, I don't know who they're who who's both these teams have um, running back controversies. 
Um, like, when I told you Tony Pollard was the leader in rushing yards of the Cowboys, how would you I say? I would believe you, and I would applaud the Cowboys for finally doing the right thing. Um, yeah, Cowboys. It'll be ugly. It's, ugh. it's going to be like an ugly game. Oh, Tom, is this really how you wanted to go out? The over-under is 45 and a half. I might pick the under. Tom could have went out with the Super Bowl ring. He didn't have to do this for two years. Oh, well. Well, now he's he's going to lose his chance at a ring. He's already lost a ring this year. That's weird. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying the facts. That, well, that, so both of us picked the Cowboys to win, right? Right. I had a dream last night that the Jets traded for Aaron Rodgers. That's why it was a dream. And then I woke up and I was like, damn. That's why it's a dream. So sorry for you. You think that Tom um, George Aaron Rodgers has played his last game in a Packers uniform? Because, you know, I know that uh, I forget who was asking for a jersey swap. And he said, I think I'll hold on to this one. And then him and Randall Cobb exited Lambeau. I think he's going to retire. I think he might retire. I I don't know. I I think he can get a nice gig. On the Pat McAfee show. Or, you know, hosting Jeopardy or something. No, Pat McAfee show is where he belongs. I think he'll be set. I don't think... First off, it's a large contract. Second off, where would he go? Oh, my God. I'm looking at the the standings for all these... The a- NFC South, every single team had a chance. I know. I'm pretty sure, like, the Falcons had a chance up until the last week. Everyone, because the Tampa Bay finished eight and nine. Every other team finished seven and ten. Wait, who played? The Bucks played in the last week of the season. I think if the Falcons would have won that game, they might have won the division. Yeah. <laughs> Same with the 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 pan, the <clears throat> lost to Carolina as well too. So they, if I think if they won that game, they would have had a chance to win the division as well. But I don't think they. Just disgusting. What a disgusting division. Look at all these divisions. The NFC, the NFC East had a chance to put every single team in the they playoff. redeemed themselves. Yes. Um I also the AFC East has also redeemed itself to an extent. Except for the Jets. Except for the Jets. The Jets only show suck. that the Jets suck. AFC North for thank goodness the Cleveland's not in the playoffs. Oh, the world is right. Uh Houston. Good on you. Good on you, Lovey Smith. Good on you, you amazing man. So, before we head out here, let's let's. Do you want to speculate a little bit? Yes, we can speculate. All right, let's. You know what we're gonna speculate on, though, right? What? We're gonna speculate on some coaches. Okay. We're gonna speculate on some coaching vacancies. Right. Stuff. I think there are four, five NFL coaching vacancies in the NFL right now. Logan, the five are the Panthers, the Cardinals, the Colts, the Broncos, and the Texans. Mm-hmm. Logan, what is the best head coach opening right now? Um, this is a good question. 
I don't even know. It's just, I'm trying to think of like, oh, I would go here, but then I'm like, oh, but that. In my opinion, I think, I think it's the Broncos. But Russell sucks. I think Russell's a lot better than people give him credit. I think he's because right, he definitely proved that this season. But I think he's a lot better than what he showed on the field. Well, I only see what I see on the field, and on the field is disgusting and not worthy of that ginormous contract, which you have to think about when you're taking it. That is also true. The Texans is no not very appealing to me because well, I mean, I could say that, but the Panthers, unless it's the right guy, because if I'm a, going to the Texans, I'm like, am I going to get fired in a year? Who knows? They want to hire Josh McCown or something like that, but they have potential of getting Bryce Young, and that's that's just anything to work with right there. I mean, unless another unless, unless someone trades up, the Panthers. I think it's pretty. Uh, I think Steve Wilkes might just get that job. Steve Wilkes? Isn't he the interim head coach? Um, he is interim head coach. I honestly think they may just give that to him. However, they I'll tell you who they've um they've interviewed. They've interviewed already Steve Wilkes and they've also interviewed Jim Caldwell. Um they've also requested to interview the Bills OC, um, Ben Johnson, the Lions OC, Mike Kafka, the 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 Giants OC. Kellen Moore, the Cowboys OC. Kellen Moore has been everywhere, by the way. And then they've also scheduled an interview with Frank Reich. Still mm, one. They don't have a um, but they have a lot of young stars. Yep. The NFC South is winnable. Especially get whatever happens to Tom Brady. I don't Brady. even think they should try to win the NFC South. I think they should just kind of work on themselves and find their quarterback of the future. Yeah. Uh, the Cardinals' job is appealing to me because of Kyler Murray, but also the rest of the roster sucks. They also but suck. there's no GM, so you can kind of get to run the show there, like uh, Mr. Sean Payton. There's only one person that they've scheduled an interview with, or and the prospect of working with Kyler Murray and being there before a potential general manager. Quite interesting. The Colts. Uh, Ugh. I would not want to work for Jim Mercer. He seems like an idiot. Well, the the they've they've competed an interview with uh Bubba Vetron, who's their special team coordinator. Uh Jeff Saturday, obviously. Um states Shane Steichen, who's the Eagles OC, Raheem Morris, who's the Rams DC. Um he might I think he should get a job. Ben Johnson, the Lions OC, they scheduled. And D'Amico Ryans of the 49ers, he should get a job. He should get some looks. Aaron Glenn, the Lions OC, and they've also Ijiro Ivero, the Broncos DC. Oh, yeah, he's good too. I like him. Hopefully, the Broncos can keep him there, though. I don't know. The Broncos are probably like the answer, but I don't love that Russell Wilson contract or Russell Wilson in general. The new um the owner, the new owner of the Broncos said that whoever the coach is is gonna they're gonna report directly to them, not um not George Patton. Right. Let's report to the guy who knows nothing about football. It's a good idea. I mean, hey, he knows because a lot. That's how that's how things well, that's how things are run these days. But. They've already they've Jim Caldwell's been interviewed. Raheem Moore is scheduled. Sean Payton, they request to interview him. Dan Quinn, who's been looking for whatever. Jamaica Ryan's Jim David Shaw has been interviewed. Jim Harbaugh. And Jim Harbaugh, yep. 
I would go to the Cardinals, I think, actually. No, that's silly. They're a... if, if there was a team that would hire Jim Harbaugh, which team would it be? The Broncos. I think because Jim Harbaugh wants a lot of control. Wait a minute. Didn't Jim Harbaugh play for the Colts? Yes, he did. Jim but he's been, no, but they have not reached out yet. Uh, they interviewed him, I thought. Uh, I don't remember seeing that, but I probably. I thought they interviewed him. Um, and then the Texans, they – I don't even care. He just stays in Michigan, which is also a possibility. I don't even care what the Texans do. They, they've only – they've requested Thomas Brown, who's the Rams assistant head coach, um, Edgar Rivera, the Broncos, D.C., Jonathan Gannon, the Eagles, D.C., Ben Johnson, the Lions, O.C., Mike Cap. Cap- what about Cap- Josh McCown? Surprisingly, no. Um, I literally think it's the – They don't need to interview him because they know they're going to hire him. I don't know how much of a – I don't know how much of a like a good job it is if you don't if you don't want to work with McNair or um, Easterby. Like I don't I don't I don't think Easterby is there. Uh oh no he left he left my fault because of uh but that's the thing and Nick Casario needs to watch show- yourself here buddy because you trashed him in the off season Nick Casario isn't really that bad Texas fans didn't like you when you said that I was saying. Jim, uh, GM Nick Casario is going to have to sell this team to a coach, and right. I, I, it's it's, it's going to be hard to imagine. I'm trying to think of the points. He'd be like, because Bryce think, Young is his point, and uh, you have to hope that nobody trades with the Bears or CJ Shroud or Will Levis at this point. Yeah, exactly. And the money that they can spend in free agency is the point. Because I do think that the Bears might trade down. It's quite possible. It's possible, yeah, exactly. Um, Mike LaFleur and the Jets parted ways. Right, because he was the problem. I think the offense did need a lot of retooling. I don't think he was the problem. Well, Zach Wilson sucks, so it's kind of hard to play when you have a sucky QB. Should have ran with Joe Flacco all year. He was he was on pace for some great stats. Yeah, but they didn't have a win with him. I, I think that Mike LaFleur, that, that kind of seems scapegoatish. It what are you gonna sit here and tell me that it is all his fault and that he deserves? Oh no, that's not what I said. I never said it was all his fault. I think there's a lot of problems with that team. I don't think first off, depending on what happens next season, how the offseason goes, um and how the season starts, I think. Salah might be might not make it to the end of the year. Salah should be on the hot seat. I it, it, like his defense. The defense didn't improve this year, which was good. The defense improved. This, it was the best defense. The best but defense. um, yeah. I get your quarterback is trash. I understand that. I because I, I don't think Joe Douglas is a bad GM. No, but unfortunately, would you believe that Zach Wilson was the future? The the problems with Zach Wilson would not have the like the emphasis on his problems would not have been as emphasized if this team had a winning record. Oh, he was the biggest problem with this team. He was the biggest problem with this the accountability. This before Brees Hall went down. I, I would love to see a situation maybe if they give Jimmy G the the reins. I think that's where you're at right now. If they give Derek Carr a chance. That's where you're at. That's where you're at. You know that's kind of sad. I, I want a quarterback. 
Derek Carr is not going to win you a Super Bowl. Do you think I'm this is a roster that's capable? Huh? You think this is a roster? Well, this is not a bad roster. I don't think. It's a pretty decent roster. I think with this next draft class, I think it's a very good roster. A healthy Jets roster with a new draft class is probably a playoff team. But Zach Wilson's not good. There's the offensive line when fully healthy is very good. Yes. The secondary, I, I think they have one of the better corner duos. The defensive line played really well this year. You've got some good receivers. You got a great running back in Brees Hall. And then a backup running back in Michael Carter. And then another backup running back in James Robinson. Like and then another backup running back in Bam Knight. Right, exactly. This is a team that has a good roster, but their quarterback is not good. You're correct. I, I'm sorry, but uh, I mean Jimmy Garoppolo probably could do it because he's done it. That's what I'm saying. That's a, that... no Kyle Shanahan. It's Robert Salah, who played with who coached with Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, but he doesn't coach offense, does he now? Look, they just fired the Shanahan guy, or mutually part of ways. I'm sorry. Mutually part of it. Mutually part of it. Right. So when he gets snatched up in like two days. So just plug us out so I could go be depressed and dream about the Jets. Okay. Are you going to dream about the Jets? Those seem like nightmares to me. They were nightmares. No, but it, it, I woke up and I saw Aaron Rodgers had be traded for him for like a fifth round pick. Oh, yeah. wow. That's really. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, thank you for listening. Um, make sure to check us out on. Or follow us on Spotify, subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Stick to Sports, and follow both of us on Twitter at Logan Borky. Actually, don't follow me on Twitter, it's private now. I uh, know underscore D. This has been the Six Sports Podcast, where I put opinions of the only ones that matter. It was Noah. It was Logan. Not for the greatest part of the NFL season. Well, actually, that would be the off season, but the second greatest part. No, it's the greatest day of the year. Draft day. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This is Stick to Sports Podcast with Noah and Logan.